Hey y'all, you're listening to Tom and Bunny, and these are our opinions and what works for us in the consensual non-monogamy lifestyle. What works for us may or may not work for you. You can watch all of our videos and listen to our podcast at www.tomandbunny.com. That's www.tomandbunny.com. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube and follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Tom and Bunny. Enjoy our show. Hey everyone, we're Tom and Bunny, and I bet you are just as happy as we are because we shortened the intro from a minute down to 30 seconds. And we're going to try to shorten that down. <laughs> that one actually sounds like we're getting ready to go to the beach. Yes. It, that, that, that was my rock and roll tune. So uh, recently, we put out a message on all of our social media, our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook page, Facebook group, as well as other social media that doesn't even pertain to Tom and Bunny. We outed <laughs> right. ourselves. Well, and, yeah. And we said, because of COVID, we are lacking in content because we normally get our content from Facebook uh, messages, people having conversations, debates. And our channel is not an answer. It's just how me and Bunny deal with situations as a couple and how we deal with the situation does not mean it would be proper for you. No, absolutely not. So we're not trying to be mom and dad here and give answers. <laughs> so we just recently, we got a bunch of responses. We did. And this one actually fits perfectly in the timeline. Yes. And I'll be honest, this is about Corona. We were not going to do, we did three other videos before this about Corona and it got so depressing, we just kept deleting them and deleting them and deleting them. Um, so but this is actually almost almost to the one year mark of when uh, COVID was right when we went into a full pandemic. So the timing on this one is perfect, and these questions are actually pretty on spot. Yeah, most people just put on do a video on themes with no direction, which is fine. Right. That's all we wanted was a direction to go yeah. or just a topic. And then we can go from there. But we've had a couple people say, do one on Corona, do one on COVID and everything and how it affects the lifestyle and stuff. But nobody actually asked questions like this person. This person actually from North Carolina, mm -hmm. this person actually asked several questions, which gives us a lot to talk about. But we're going to try to do this in 15 minutes or less because we know people, their attention span is <laughs> less than 10 minutes. Now, um, So watch it all the way through, though, because we do have questions and answers all the way through this video. Right. Absolutely. All right. So I'm going to start right here. I would love to hear or see the realities of the lifestyle during Corona. It's social effect. The reason you are looking for content is right. exactly the symptom happening currently. I'd love to see discussed. People are still getting together, going out, etc. Hotel parties are still happening, but scaled way back. House parties are too, which is absolutely correct. Right. So we have a lot of friends in California and there are we hear all the time oh we wish you were in california our friends are having a party uh, another friend says that he goes to house parties all the time where there's 20 30 couples while other ones are a little more smaller three or four or five six couples i know that doesn't sound small <laughs> but you got to be remember in our lifestyle yeah that's a small number that is a small number yeah um so yes all over the country, there are house parties. There's there's a hotel party 
that happened in California, and we're not going to mention any names because mm -hmm. we don't. There's a lot of people out there putting people on blast for having parties, so we're not going to put anyone on blast. Uh, it, we're not mom and dad here, but they actually had a hotel party. I believe it was for New Year's Eve, mm -hmm. and when we saw the ads, it was for like 200 couples, and we don't know what happened with the venue because the venue got changed, but the number got lowered down. It's either going to be 200 couples or 200 people. I don't remember, but it got lowered to 75. So I don't know if that was 75 couples or 75 people. So yeah, the I mean, that's a huge number of people mm -hmm. going mm -hmm. to an event. And, you know, again, we're not going to mention any. No, no. Any you know, names. some of the clubs still are not open. Some of them are open. They're running on limited capacities and some are just throwing caution to the wind yeah there are actually clubs out there that are not open in the public eye meaning their right. website shows shut down all their promotions are down they have very private exclusive groups where they're still hosting parties but only to a very not a select but people they could trust that's not going to call the health department right. on them. and a lot of them are doing um that doing parties that were their current members before the pandemic. Correct. So, and you know, the, a lot of people think that everything should be shut down because of the Corona, but in, the fact is businesses can't survive. You got to pay your utilities, got to pay your bills at home. Not everyone gets unemployment. Nope. Nope. So I, I feel sorry for a lot of these people. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. All so, right, so going on. Yes. Yes, there, there are parties are. happening. Every state that is completely 100% locked down, you can guarantee it in the <laughs> lifestyle. There are hundreds of parties throughout that state. They may be on a very tiny scale, but they are all over the place. Yes, you you got to look for them. You, you got to know. You got to be in the know. You do have to be in the know. All right. So we see some being safe and others very irresponsible right now. And then they wrote locally by us, not generalized. Okay, so we, we have a view on that. Um, who's to say who is safe and who's very irresponsible? This person posed a great question, but we got to say, if you are seeing people, somebody else can view you, even though you think you're the one being safe, as being the irresponsible ones. Correct. So Correct. there's two sides to the coin. Either you're all complicit and you're irresponsible, <laughs> <laughs> are you're all complicit and you're very you're doing your best to be safe right right so, and it, i was m telling tom it's funny how we come into this a year later and now we have to be in our lifestyle we have to be safe in three week three ways we have to be safe from one pregnancy right two from venereal diseases and now we got to be safe from covid and have a three-way <laughs> <laughs> So Who doesn't want a three-way? Condoms, condoms and a mask. Right. <laughs> Our birth control condoms and a mask. Right. So um, now the next question is, but what effect does that have? So what effect does that have? I don't know what you consider being safe or very irresponsible. Right. I would it's, say... You it, know, and, and I have to say, you know, a lot of people think that people that are having the big parties are being the ones that are being the super spreaders or being the ones that are irresponsible, but it's not the party promoters or anybody like that or the people that are going. It's, it's your own opinion. Well, it's your I opinion. Uh, let's just say, let's just say uh, another friend of ours 
just got called a super spreader for having an event. They kept canceling, canceling. The city said it was okay to have the event. Yep. But a bunch of people decided to go on podcasts and everything and call them a super spreader, magazines, articles, everything about them. And the problem is, is he was just a host of an event. The people going there were just as complicit for actually being there. He didn't twist their arm. He didn't pull them onto an airplane, pull them off of an airplane and push them into a hotel room. And he did everything under the sun that he possibly could do to ensure safety. He had an investment Mm -hmm. and he was going to lose his... Right, right. You know, and, you know, he. everyone was demanding he put on this party and and then when he did put it on no one defended him no one defended him okay so uh some people had uh tested positive for corona and that's where all the magazines and all that came out of the woodwork but the problem is is we see people going to a resort in jamaica all the time and the resort is claiming almost zero cases of corona now is that true or not we don't know we're just going to take them for their word but what we're seeing is we think most people are catching it in the airports. I think so too. Well, you you can't go to a movie. You can't you can't you got to stand six feet behind somebody in line at a grocery but store. But not on an airport. But on an airplane, you're you like are, right. You're yeah. Ca- packed in like elbow sardines to elbow. Again. Yeah, packed and, in like sardines. And we know this because we have flown recently. And- yep. And they did not take out the middle seat. We were packed in there like sardines. So if we were going to get it, that would have been the time mm-hmm. for us to get it. And we don't want to hear anything about the circulation on an airplane. It doesn't matter. Right, right. So Now, in that, in this one, actually, this question actually goes hand in hand. And with that, does it change the social scene? Absolutely, yes. it has. Yes, it does. It has. We have seen such a divide in the lifestyle at this point. We were recently in California... And we were on a website and we put out a hot date. We put out hot dates just for no other reason, but just to chat with people or talk to them online or meet them and possibly. But we got this nasty email out of the blue from this couple. Now, I blocked them because I didn't request them to send me a message. But they said, because I put a hot date, they said, keep your virus opinionated but out of our city and go away. I mean, they literally turned Karen on us. Yeah. And we're like, what did we, why not just question us? Why not send us an honest message and say, hey, you know what? We saw this and everything. Uh, we personally would appreciate it if you didn't, but can you explain why you feel the need and maybe give us a forum to talk back and forth, but to just attack us? That's what we're seeing in the lifestyle is a 50-50 divide. Right, right. And it, and it's, it, it has been driven a great big wedge through what was a great, loving, fun lifestyle. It's now it's got this major wedge through it. Now, you got the people who are, and I don't even know how to term it, but very fearful of corona. And then you got the group that's not at all scared of corona. Correct. So there's nothing wrong. We Everyone has an opinion and everyone should have their own own opinion they shouldn't just fall in line just because people scream louder the thing is is the people who believe that there's no corona are going to be more a little bit laid back and not be so vocal the people who are fearful of it are the ones who want to scream at the people who are not scared of it you can't scream and make someone believe in the virus you're just making them 
not trust the virus even, even more. Even more, correct. But they're not going to debate you because there's no reason to try to convince you that I know that you see the TikTok videos and the other stuff that people go out purposely not wearing a mask to trigger people. But I also see the same videos of people that go in looking for people without a mask to try to trigger it. And people are going to get hurt. They are. They are. Physically hurt. Right. So that goes in the same thing. Does this does this change how we interact with each other? I think it does. I think it has. And what's going to happen has. is it's a lot of people are going to remember the people who engaged them and how they were treated during the pandemic is how they're going to be treated afterwards. Mm -hmm. I think the people who treated them badly during the pandemic are going to continually to, I mean, basically like someone goes to prison to uh, get rehabilitated. There's no rehabilitation. You, you were a super spreader. Yep. So not you, but that person <laughs> in their mind. So I think the interaction is going to kind of hinder for a long, long so time. Yeah. Um, does the pickup change or does the lifestyle sustain itself through pre-established connections or would it change things on a grand scale? Okay. What they're saying here is um, through a pre-established connections. This, is, this means, and we're going to take this as people that you have played with in the past are associated with are communicated with in the past right so and i don't but not moving forward because pre-existing means before right all right so I, and i i can't even say on something like that because we're we are still seeing clubs open and we are still seeing parties going on so therefore i don't think that it's going to be any pre-established connection well but I, i'm more on social media than bunny is um I see a lot of people who think that because they played with somebody previously that they're okay to play with today because they at least think they have some knowledge about that couple, our single yeah. male or single female. Whereas a new couple, they fear the unknown because they don't know anything about that person or persons. You would know, that make sense? Yeah, yeah. But it would be like the same as you're only as safe as your last partner. So even if you go out and you get a, a venereal disease or, or you, I'm sorry, if you go out and you get all of your tests done. Today. Today, you play with another couple tomorrow. Those tests are null. You still be infected the next day. Those tests are null and void the second you and play with another couple. It's the same way. If you play with a couple that... If you play with a couple on Saturday night who had just went to work all week, then how do you know that they're not contagious? Right. Exactly. You, you don't know. Exactly. So does the pickup change? I think it does. I think it will change from now on just because um, people are just going to be a little more cautious from now on. This is a very infectious disease. Mm -hmm. It's very easily to get um the debate is are you going to die from it or are you going to heal from it so we won't and, even go into that no, debate yeah, no we one just, even knows that answer. no one truly knows that answer so we're not going to discuss that but what we will say is we know that it can go from person to person really fast and rapidly so right. i think even when the virus is contained i think it's still going to change people i think so too yeah i think it's changed society itself i i, I do too i do too um, has there been a different time in the lifestyle that changed things 
as much as this. Okay, so I was going to kind of touch on this on the last comment, but I wanted to hold it because I would have nothing else to talk about on this comment. <laughs> uh, the only thing I could think of would be the HIV AIDS pandemic of the 80s. Correct. And Eve, that was long before we came into the lifestyle, but right. I'm sure it changed it. It was long before we got in the lifestyle, but the lifestyle has been around for a, long, a lot but, longer than that. Yeah, but we were actually... Um, in the 80s was definitely the time that we grew up. So we definitely seen how, We've that, seen ha that. how that affected. Yes. And while it was predominant, supposedly the predominant in the gay community at that time, there were a lot of husbands that were cheating on their wives and then bringing it home and infecting Correct. their wives. Yeah. So it became a straight disease. As, I mean, no, even though a guy's going with another guy, it still became a straight disease because now that wife is infecting other people. Correct. Our girlfriends. So, yeah. so I'm sure that back in the 80s, there was a big difference. On but that look at it today, though. I mean, we're talking, what, 40 years ago? 42, mm -hmm. 40 some years ago. So that's a long time. I don't, I'd have to ask some old timers how long it affected them because this pandemic could affect us for 10, 20 years. Oh, absolutely. Because we've only been lifestyle 24 years. Only. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying we're still young as far as the aids epidemic yeah, yeah. but we we kind of th there was still a little scare of oh, aids yeah. when we got in the lifestyle but it was really they knew how people were getting it they had a lot more understanding and um but people still get aids today oh absolutely so, um, but people aren't as afraid of it because I think they understand it mm -hmm. or they don't care. Right. So they're thinking with a little guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So well, if they're really afraid of it, then little guy better be wrapped. Right. <laughs> All right. So with that, yes, I, I think that would be the biggie in the lifestyle. The only other thing I could think of. Right. Well, you know what? I was gonna. I was actually going to say too. Um, when the economy crashed, we thought that that was going to be the end of the lifestyle clubs for a while because of money. Right. But people came out in droves and they paid with credit cards. Credit cards usage went out the roof because they wanted to get away and they wanted to relieve that stress. Yeah. You know what? I didn't even think of it that analogy. I was thinking more COVID mm -hmm. disease. But yeah, when the market crashed in two thousand eight. We ran a club in California and we literally watched the money going down and we had just gotten a credit card service and I think maybe 5% of our people coming in were coming in on credit card because God forbid you didn't want a lifestyle club on your credit card statement because of your tax accountant or right, whoever right. did your taxes. They're going to see all that stuff and people were deathly afraid of it. But when they started running out of cash they started not caring so much. Mm -mm. And I always try to tell new clubs when they open, don't use your club name. Use a very vanilla DBA for your club for your credit card processing so people will feel a little more comfortable. Would you feel more comfortable going to sexrs.com or would you feel more comfortable going to Tom and Bunny? Right. Well, either one, it was pretty bad. But <laughs> Say research. But I mean, like, Sex R Us versus Twice R Us. Yeah. But I'm just saying that clubs, if you're going to open, I know your name is your brand and you're proud of it, but you got to remember the people get affected by your decisions of charging them a certain way. Correct. 
Correct. And you, the whole point of taking credit cards is for business. <laughs> All right. We hung out with close friends that are safe. We have went to a party where no one had or ended up having COVID. Okay, so we, we have thoughts on that. We, we hear all the time, our friends are safe. How do you know that? Did they go to work today? Mm-hmm. Did they go to the grocery store? Did they go anywhere? Did they hand money into the little bucket at the fast food where the person takes it and reaches in their hand, pulls the money out with a glove on and puts the money in the drawer, pulls the money out of the drawer with the glove on, puts it back in the bucket and hands it out and you reach into this bucket and pull it out. You don't think you're going to get Corona from that? You think your friends are safe? They're not. Nope. Nope. It it goes back to the same as you're only as clean as your last test. Right. So... When I hear people say our friends are safe, I I can find a thousand analogies to prove that theory wrong. Mm -hmm. They may be safer than someone you don't know, or you may feel they're safer than someone you don't know, but to make a claim that they're safe is a false false sense of security. um, The way that I feel on it, because we've been to clubs, we've been to parties since, since the pandemic, and... It's oh my me, God, you just outed I us. Did, All the I haters did. are going to make comments. But you know what? To <laughs> me, it's it, it's the same risk as I'm taking going to the grocery store. Exactly. Or going to Walmart. Right. I mean, you're, you're walking past people in the grocery store or Walmart or wherever. I mean... People are still the crossing in front of you and so, within a six, six feet di- it, barrier. Right. <laughs> so now they end it with, we went to a party. So right there, we're going to talk about being responsible or what was the word? Irresponsible. No, no. Um, it was very irresponsible. So were you just irresponsible? Were you safe or were you very irresponsible? Like I said, just going to a party, you're either complicit that you are doing your best to be safe or you are very irresponsible depending on who's looking from the outside. Exactly. It all depends on who's looking in. Now, you say where no one had or ended up having COVID. Okay, so the validation on that is we know our friend's event had 42 cases, mm-hmm. but could they tie it directly provable beyond a reasonable suspicion of a doubt that it happened at his event? Or could they have got it at a restaurant in on Bourbon Street and a bar in Bourbon Street? People will say, well, they wouldn't have been in that restaurant and bar <laughs> in San Francisco are New York. Well, they're closed. <laughs> we'll, we'll go with Miami. Miami. Okay. So <laughs> they wouldn't have gotten it had they not gone to that event. That's what right. some people will say. Irregardless, if they were at home, they had the same risk of getting it. I do believe, but I don't have proof. I do believe the culprit most of the time is the airports. I think so. whenever I see a high every, number, everybody that we know that has gone somewhere or and is coming home from going somewhere and they have COVID, they flew. Yes. We, we saw a group of, well, there's a group of 300 people. They all went to one location. And in that location, they all tested negative. Mm-hmm. When they got home, half the group tested positive. Right. Where do you think they got it from? The only, they didn't all get it in their different Ubers. They didn't <laughs> no. all get it from their own car, or the taxi or anywhere the common denominator would be they all went to the airport they all got into a line they all got into a plane they flew for hours 
Well, just watched a movie outbreak. Just watched a movie outbreak when the guy starts coughing and you can see a spray going all over the airplane. (laughs) So I'm a firm believer that the airplanes are the super spreaders. Correct. So how does this all affect going forward? I... Um... I don't know. I think you're going to see less attendance at clubs a little bit. I mean, right now, the attendance is out the roof. People are tired. They're They're tired tired of it. So let's just give you an example. If there's 10,000, I know we're way over 15 minutes, but if there's 10,000 couples that are members of a club, I always ask the owner of our old club, we had 6,500 couples every year. I said, why don't all 6,500 couples sit at home going, what do you want to do tonight? I don't know. What do you want to do? Well, let's go to the club. Yeah, let's go to the club. And he went, oh, dear God, that would be like <laughs> 12, 13,000 people trying to come in the doors. He goes, thank God they all don't think like that. But I, that always goes through my head. But right now, everyone's sitting at home just dying to get out. So the clubs like in Texas and stuff are just bulging at the seam. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. they're packed because... There's really not many places well, to go. Well, and I think that though the ones that are open are packed at the seams because people in the states that are closed are going there. Yes. To go to those parties. The biggest thing that I see in the lifestyle is we're social beings. We like to be out there and we like to hug. Yes. We hug everybody. And when you can't do that for a year... Even if you're not having sex with that person, you still want to have that feeling of hugging somebody. Right. So with that said, yeah, um, I think once the pandemic dies down, and we, right now we're at like, what, 75% less infection rates than we were a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It dropped that fast. But people are doing the vaccine and they're doing all their stuff. So that's good. That's good that that it's coming down because that has a glimmer of hope in the future. Yeah, for everything, for everything. I just want to go to a damn movie. Right. I want to go to a movie. We got to go to Arizona to go to the movies. Movie and have popcorn. But they got to actually make movies. (laughs) So the last question is: Does the age demographic matter, younger versus older, and how they are, uh, or how they see COVID? And lifestyle together. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That does make a big difference. We'll give you an example. There was a F COVID party. And I think we saw somewhere like 12 couples contracted COVID. It's not funny, but no. it, it's just very ironic that, that they was were. the name of it. But it was during the height. It was in the height. Yeah. It was the, I mean, like way back in like, May like, of May of right. last year, yeah. but before anything was supposed to be open, right? But in and it wasn't just one. There were like a Many. bunch of Everybody F COVID parties. There was one. A college group was on a lake or something, mm-hmm. and they were having an F COVID party, and half of those people got corona. Right. So and it, that wasn't even lifestyle. Right. And but going back to this question, I think yes, the younger people feel that. They were they, the F COVID people. They were. <laughs> well, back back when it first started, they were saying that people under the age of 30 weren't as susceptible. Well, that came out to be false. But I think, yes, the younger people have not really had a fear of it. They, they don't, they're not thinking about transmission of right. it. So, yeah, definitely the younger people. Now we are seeing people that um, have had it are going back out because they don't think that they can get it again. Right. 
And uh, so definitely the younger versus the older, I think, was uh, especially in the heightened part of COVID well, was a big And factor. the younger people are going to the clubs and the house parties and the hotel parties. There are older people going to them, but not as predominant. Most of the older people that we talk to are getting their vaccines. They're waiting till they're vaccinated before they actually venture out to a club. And I am seeing that big time in the travel industry. Yes. They're holding off on any travel until they can get that vaccination. Right. And other than that, I I think the lifestyle will return to normal. I think the lifestyle is very proactive. Mm-hmm. I don't see it going to be, I think it's going to kind of tame down a little bit. And th- because once everyone starts being able to travel, most of the clubs are bulging because a lot of people can't travel right now. Correct. So once the travel industry, Disneyland, all those places reopen, all the restaurants open, hell, the restaurants aren't even open. So if you have a club opening where restaurants aren't opening, you can imagine where they're going to go. Yep. So once everything opens back up, society will resume back to normal with a stigma about being a little leery. Right, right. I think it, yeah, I do think that we've seen the last days of people just hugging people randomly or elbow bump. Elbow, elbow bump. I'm so tired of elbow I, bumps. I'm tired of elbow bumps. I'm, we're gonna, I was telling Tom earlier, I'm just going to start doing booby rubs. There you go. Hey, I could deal with booby <laughs> rubs all day long, especially when topless. <laughs> All right. Until our next video, like I said, we were not going to do a Corona video because we tried it three times. We kept deleting it because it just got very depressing because we were going off track. We didn't have a, a, a guy to go off of. We want to thank the person from North Carolina. Mm-hmm. And again, I will reach out to you for your address. We will send you a very cool koozie. It's right up there. <laughs> And we have our stickers. Bunny can show yeah. you the sticker. We're going to be sending a sticker. Do I get it? In yeah, there? you got it in there. And we're going to send several packets of Spunk Lube as a thank you for the question. Absolutely. And uh, like you said, um, definitely this will hopefully will be the last one on COVID. Hopefully we don't have to do one in another year. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and things will get back to, to normal as soon as possible. Yeah. So until next time, you guys have a great day and please send us your content questions and do like this, ask questions and we will answer them on the, on the video. And if you'll give us permission, we did not use this person's name because we literally just got the message and I sent them a message. They have not replied yet. So we're not going to use their name, but if we can use your name, we will give you a shout out as the originator for the question. Absolutely. All right. Have a good night. See you soon. Bye-bye.